You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast. www.godstoriesradio.com. Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. I hear you, Tina. I know you're there. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I got to turn you up, man. What's going on here? Oh, I see it. There we go. Okay. We're here. Yes, we are. It's Thursday night. And we're fixed. Talk, baby. Um, Yep, I'm here. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So glad to hear it. (laughs) <laughs> ah, yeah. This is section section session <laughs> one sixty one. Right. Maybe you better drink a little bit more coffee. Um, maybe I better have a little sip of my tea or something. <laughs> What's going on out there, guys? It's Thursday night under the lights, and uh, welcome everyone for tuning in. Uh, we actually weren't supposed to have a show tonight, but doggone it, we're doing it. And Father had other plans. You yes, bet. he did. Didn't want it last week. I know we it. were going to have it. Right. And but we have fixed the problem. It's right. frowned the problem and it's fixed. Yep, it is of. fixed. And then this week when we weren't going to have one because we were going to go out of town, um, that ended up canceling. So now we ended up uh, having a show, which is awesome. It is awesome. I would have been just sitting home twiddling my thumbs at this point. <laughs> We're glad you're not home uh, twiddling. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Man, we're gonna good we're gonna have a good one tonight. Uh, yeah. I, I believe uh, so. Yeah, we had a couple of people that wrote in and asked uh, about singles and dating. Right. And uh, we're gonna discuss that tonight. Dis- discuss we're gonna try to. that tonight. If you're, I can get, talk. Yeah, really. You're gonna have a problem tonight. And also we're gonna unveil the eight hundred number. Ooh. And see if that works. But anyway, first things first, my favorite part of the show, we're going over there to the shout-outs with my lovely wife. 
Yes, we have some Facebook likes. So we want to say thank you to Angela Quinones. Thank you, Angela. Angela. Thank you. We appreciate that so much. And our good friend who was here in the studio with us not too long ago, ago right? uh, Miss Wendy Futural Pile. Love you, uh, Wendy. I love that girl. Thank you, Wendy. Wow. <laughs> Anybody else out there, wherever you are, if you can like us on Facebook and you haven't done so yet, please do so. Amen to that. And speaking of that, we can also what uh, get followers on iHeart? iHeartRadio and uh, Spreaker. Spotify, right? They can like, they can follow us on Spotify, and they they can, and they can also follow us on YouTube, uh, iTunes, uh, and Mixler.com. and you can listen to us live on Mixler.com. And when you follow us, I can see who you are. That's awesome. Speaking of which, we got Alexander Ray on tonight. Alexander, Alexander welcome to the show, Alexander. Buddy. Good to see you, buddy. Appreciate you handling the chat for me a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Was, wasn't it uh, him and um, um, Ray's wife? Oh, Sarah? Yeah. Is her name Sarah? Sa I think so. Sarah Flannery. Yeah. Sarah yes. Flannery. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. They were, uh, they were up in there, boy. They just handled it for me. That's awesome. It was great. It was fantastic. All right. Do we have any new countries? Any? No. Um, Facebook likes? We did the Facebook likes. We did likes, the Facebook likes. All right. And um, the place where we get our countries from, they kind of discontinued doing what they were doing. And I guess the old stuff that I was dragging it from, there was 256 different, what do you want to say, countries or towns or regions or whatever, how they were tracking. And I was about halfway through and they discontinued that. So now we have to kind of like look for something else or just hope that we get a new country every week. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, the important thing is, is that people are listening and that uh, more and more people are listening all the time. All right. And they're getting fed. They're getting encouraged. They're getting comforted and finding hope. Amen. This world definitely needs some Jesus in it. Absolutely. Amen to that. We all need some Jesus. Yep, that's for a sure. lot of him. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. As much as you can get. Well, I got a couple of things. Uh, we're going to uh, try out the eight hundred number tonight. It's 800-618-3505. 800-618-3505. and uh, we're going to go live with it here uh, in a few minutes and uh, test it. So, if you want to be a test caller and ask the first a, one a question to the panel. Of singles and dating. Wow. We're going to talk about singles and dating. Well, it looks like um, a couple months, or not a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, our friend up in Washington, Craig. Yay, Craig. Craig's Craig, carpet love service. you, buddy. Hope you're listening. Along with a, a donation, he uh, asked a question. Dating is crazy. Finding the one God wants you to have. I guess it's having fun and God's friend. He wanted me to have a relationship with him first, of course. I am impatient, though. I think Mikey can speak on this subject and often offer some encouragement. He got it right, though. One of the, one of the big things is that uh, God wanted him uh, to get to know him first in a relationship with him first. And I think Mikey can speak on the subject. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't think that he can, but I know that he can. <laughs> and then, wouldn't you know it? We got um, 
a couple of days ago, we got uh, from our friend Chris Sadat. Oh, yeah, the email from him asking about the same subject. He asked about the same subject, and I'm trying to find it. There it is. Um, how did he, where is he? How did he put it? Um, does God actually choose your spouse? This question has been a major debate in the Christian community as God really only, as God really only choose a spouse for one, one couple in the Bible. And that was Eve and for Adam. However, there are many people who believe that God does have the one for you. And I believe so too as well, Chris. Yeah, but you know what, Chris? Um, actually, uh, they're not the only couple that God chose um, for each other. Um, I don't know if you've heard um, the story about when Isaac was looking for a wife. Um, and, you know, when he was uh, praying, you know, he was, um, he had to send um, the servant to go and the servant was confused as to how would he know who the right wife would be for, uh, for Isaac. And um, they prayed and he, they pr he prayed. And that was one of the things I was going to bring up. He prayed before he got there. Right. And exactly what he asked for, for the sign is what happened. Right. And it was, uh, you know, the, the, a woman who would take care of the camels and water them and so forth because it showed like compa her compassion for, you know, the animals because I guess that must have been a difficult job to, to water these animals. Mm -hmm. um, and so you'd have to have compassion in order to be able to do something like that. Um, and sure enough, it just un unrolled just the way God wanted it to. Well... In the way they ask. Absolutely. And I do believe that everything comes from God. I do, pretty much. Um, but I don't even know where to start here. Well, you know, I really feel like I can speak to this because... Um, well, I'll tell you what, before you start, I have a couple of people I'd like to welcome. Um, a new Mixler follower, the Okeechobee Cowboy. Okay. I'd like to welcome him to Mixler. And I'd like Welcome. to thank a couple of people for uh, some donations this month. We had uh, Michael Blake, which I don't know if he's AKA the Okeechobee Cowboy, uh -huh. but he might be. Michael, if you're listening, thanks for the 20 bucks. We greatly appreciate a, it. He sent us 20 bucks and he gave us a little, uh, yeah, little note. A little note. Yeah. Yes, he did. Which, uh, let me look up here real quick. Ah, you know, it never comes up when you want it to. Uh, but he said, you know, he was uh, searching for some encouragement and he came across our channel and uh, he said, just keep up the good work and uh, blessed us with $20 and just appreciate him so much. And uh, Jill Guesthart, Geisthart, thank you for your 20, your ongoing 20. We really appreciate it. Um, we really, really do. We don't take these gifts lightly. It helps us every month. And in turn, we're able to turn around and bless other people as well. Right. We had a couple of families last month that really, really needed some help. And we were able to step in and say, here, 
You know, this is from father. And not only that, we had a system malfunction last week as well. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I was malfunctioning there for a couple of days. But (laughs) anyway, I wanted to make those mentions before we got started. Then we're going to open up the 800 number. Uh, So uh, singles and dating. As yeah, you were. and you probably need to give that 800 number again and a little slower because I'm sure people might not have had a pen or a pencil handy. All right. The 800 number is 800-618-3505. I get in my rock station mode when I say <laughs> that. You know. 1-800-618-3505. 1-800-618-3505. Be the next caller. <laughs> <laughs> a two-record album set. Uh, well, two I just, record albums anymore, but hey. I really just wanted to address Chris's question about, Absolutely. you know, whether or not God chooses a spouse for you. I really, truly believe he does. Um, you know, now there's a lot of people who don't go with what God says, and they just mm-hmm. are going with their own will and what they want. But I feel like once you actually surrender it to him and you take your hands off of it and you just trust in his will is when things really start to happen. I was, um, you know, I'm remarried. So uh, Fritz is my second marriage and um, I was married previously. And when I got divorced, I was alone for about a good 10 years And it was hard to be patient and it was hard to wait um, during that time frame um, because, you know, you feel like you need to do something. You feel like, you know, you need to get online and start dating that way because everybody tells you, oh, well, you should just online date, you know, or you feel like you need to go to a club or a bar to meet somebody. But those aren't the ways. Mm -mm. Um, And really... It took me a lot of hard lessons to learn that. Um, I did the online dating thing and it just led to more disappointment, more Hmm. heartache. Um, And people who really didn't truly share my values, even though they were on a Christian site, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of just people posing as Christians Mm -hmm. that aren't really truly Christians. And then, you know, same thing with the clubs and the bars, you know, you're not going to just meet the right person randomly just like that. God has a plan for your life. And really the best thing to do is to get your life straight with God first. Absolutely. You know, focus on that relationship because that is going to be a mirror of your marriage relationship. We are married to Christ first. And we need to get that relationship right before we can start even thinking about bringing anything else into our lives. Absolutely. I wrote down for the, one of the first things to talk about is get to know Father first, walk with Him, talk with Him. Father will try to put you alone for a season with Him. Also, He will try to start getting rid of some of your garbage first before He brings the one for, your, for you in your life. Well, he certainly did that with Isaac because um, he um, had to, he thought he was going to marry Rebecca and that's who he had went, he had went to her uncle mm-hmm. Laban, right? Mm-hmm. And said, you know, I want to marry Rebecca. I, I, you know, what do I need to do? And so he said, well, you have to work for me for seven years. And mm-hmm. 
So he did. And seven years was like, you know, nothing for him because he, because of his love for her. But then uh, Laban tricked him and he ended up um, making him marry Leah. Mm -hmm. So when, um, I guess traditionally they were, they must have been veiled during the ceremony. Um, it wasn't until, you know, after everything happened that he, um, on the wedding night that he realized he had the wrong girl mm -hmm. um, and he was pretty upset about it. And Laban's excuse was, well, Leah was older than Rebecca. And so she needed to be married first, right? according to their culture and tradition. And so he had to labor another seven years for Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Imagine that 14 years. That's a long time. Working for nothing. Well, it's been 11 for you, hadn't it, Mikey? Uh, 11 years. It was ele It's 11 years, 10 months yesterday. <laughs> not that you're counting. No, not at all. <laughs> and, you know, I just want, I, um, as Tina was touching upon, I go to uh, Proverbs 16.9, and it says, In their hearts, men plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Also, Proverbs twenty twenty four, a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? In Proverbs nineteen twenty one, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So, if you follow the Lord and kind of obey and you know follow His steps, He has one for you somewhere. Amen to that. Being in his will is the only thing we should. Absolutely. You know, uh, and, you know, we we come across those challenges all the time because Tina and I facilitate the singles group at Real Life. And I talk to a lot of people about coming in. They're single. And they're like, yeah, you know, is there any good looking women there? <laughs> is there any good looking guys there? And I get it. You know, mm -hmm. I was single at one time. And, uh, but... It just got that mystique of a hookup, and it's not. You no. know, we just, why don't you just come and fellowship and grow in the Lord, learn That's some scripture, and, and be around some like-minded people. Right. And um, it's really hard to get around that reputation. It is. And, you know, the thing is, we've had people get married at the singles ministry. People have met there. But the thing that I like is that they get an opportunity to really get to know each other first. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, you want to try to not make that your objective. You really no. want to just try to make the objective growing in Christ and really just kind of learning who these people are because you need time to just observe and see people, what they're like in their natural environment, you know, because you don't know if you want to spend, <laughs> you know, no valuable time investing in somebody that's really not a right match for you. Right, and I want to re uh, reiterate: if if father, if you truly are looking and seeking this and seeking father first, he's going to get you alone, and he's going to get you to see who you are first, and then again start to get rid of some of that baggage and garbage and everything else. And then when he feels it's time and the right one is there. That's the way I feel about it. Definitely. And, you know, when I was thinking about this subject this week, 
um, I thought about uh, Jonathan and Silvana Hacker, um, which Jonathan gave, John Hacker gave his testimony Mm -hmm. on GSR. Um, I'm not sure what session it is, but um, when you listen to their story, wow, it is a remarkable story of how powerful God will move Mm -hmm. in your life and help you find your mate. Um, It really was phenomenal what God did in that relationship. And I think that should give a lot of people hope when they listen to that Mm -hmm. because God can take anybody. He can, he can use anybody um, and turn their life around. And what one man, when you look through your, your fleshly eyes, you don't see what God sees because God sees through spiritual eyes. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of converting us, you know, from looking at everything through the flesh and turning it around and starting to look at things through the spiritual that we really finally get some wisdom and start seeing what God sees. (coughs) I just, uh, I wrote down a couple of notes, you know, again, getting close with Father, walking with him, talking with him getting in that relationship with him, uh, reading your Bible. That's a a big one for me, especially. Um, Serving the church, using the gifts the Holy Spirit has given you, all right? That's a place to meet someone possibly. And again, if, you know, you, you do those things first, get to know the Father and have a relationship with everything else, and if you want him to choose someone for you, not only do those things, but then pray, pray, pray. And don't stop. Amen to that. Because I'm still doing it. <laughs> Mikey, what do you, from your perspective, what is your biggest hurdle with being single? Do you find that it's uh, combating loneliness or, um, you know, obviously that's a, got to be a factor you know um, sometimes when you're just sitting there I mean yeah but what is what is your biggest obstacle uh, spiritually emotionally well physically you know uh, um, you know Ray Ray and I, and I after we finished uh, student life last night we actually stood out in the park and talked uh, on one aspect of uh, of this and and I says you know all my friends they're married all right so I go home and I'm alone you know, and you guys are all married and, you know, I would love to have my other and go with you guys somewhere and date together or, you know, I would love to. And I have a host of friends like I've never had before in my whole life. And I just, sometimes I've asked Father, I wish that she can also experience what I'm experiencing. I like, you know, I'd like to have her experience what I am with my friends. And um, it's, you know, one of the things I did look up to this, and it kind of runs into that. Paul um, wrote in, uh, in Corinthians, but those who marry, well, no, that's not the one. First uh, Corinthians 7, 8, and 9. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Wow. 
<laughs> and I'm one of those that needs to be married. But I thought I needed to get married like 11 years ago. And Father has a different spin on that because it's been 11 years and 10 months. I walked and talked uh, with the Father, like I said, to pray, pray, pray about it. Uh, when, when 11 months and 10 years ago, when the stuff hit the fan, um, that's when Father found me. That's how he found me, with a two-by-four upside the head. And I took it literally to walk and talk with Father. And that's where I started my relationship with him. I walked five miles twice a day in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening. And I did it religiously and just prayed, prayed, prayed. And I would pray about, you know, I've done bad in the choosing of I've been married twice and divorced twice. And I've done a bad job in picking my spouses. So I'm surrendering it too. I want you to choose. And I would start it off by saying, I want someone that not only knows you, but walks with you. And then I would list a host of adjectives. You know, something like loving, compassion, understanding, consider. Well, the Father wants you to be specific, right? Right. About your mate. And you know? I was. I was pretty pretty specific. And um, so I believe I believe has, has chosen the one. It's just not the time. So um, you know, and it, it brings up you know, you spoke earlier about um, obeying and, and not doing something foolish. Um, I figured it was about seven years ago. Um, I was, uh, God has me on this journey in one of the places. I went from Tampa to Massachusetts and then to Claremont on my journey. And then two places in Massachusetts. And I was in Chicopee, Massachusetts. And um, he knows that uh, I needed and I wanted to worship him and praise him and go to church every Sunday at least. And where he brought me and not being able to, not having a job and a car and everything else, the church was only a seven minute walk from the house that I lived at, which was amazing in itself. And um, this, this Baptist church had a Celebrate Recovery program. And since I did the Celebrate Recovery at the church where God found me in Tampa, I decided, and, and as he's been taking me through this journey, seven years ago, I was four years plus in. So I figured I could maybe help encourage somebody, give somebody hope. Yeah. So one of the things I did was I walked to this church every Tuesday night when they had Celebrate Recovery, and I would just be there. And if I asked Father before I went in the door, if I need to help anybody, just bring them across my path. And um, Did you pray that the night I met you? I don't think so. Uh, um, he couldn't have prepared you. No. So um, there was a woman there. And um, we got to talking and, you know, I got to talk a little bit about her. We talked a little bit about me. And, and all the while, I know, I believe that he had chose this certain one, right? But now I'm talking to this one. And then we, you know... Baptist church, they have these picnics and so on and so forth. So, you know, of course, I didn't have a car, I didn't have a job. So she would pick me up and we'd go to the picnic or we'd go here, we'd go that. I see her at see the Celebrate Recovery. And um, then she would uh, 
you know, invite me over and we'd watch uh, at, um, a movie series. I forget what the name of it is. Um, where there's like four, four, um, I forget the name of the book. The, it's a book and it's a series, a Christian movie. Um, and, um, you know, pizza in the oven and stuff like that. And I knew that she wasn't the one, but I was still, you know, I liked the being there, you know, and one night, and this is why I have not dated since, because I will not go through this again. Um, after sober recovery, um, the Holy Spirit said to me, you better go tell her. And it took a lot to do that, um, to go tell this woman, you know, she thought that I was it, what she was looking for. I knew she wasn't, but I was leading her on. And so I told her, you know, the Holy Spirit told me to tell her and I told her that I'm sorry. And uh, she said, oh, no, 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 no. She didn't talk to me for three weeks after that. So I, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so with what I went through with that, um, I'm trying to keep myself and not fall into that same, because Father knows me. If I do get into that situation or that position again, I'll jump head first. So that's why I'm... I'm not only not dating, I'm not dating, but also at this point where father has me, he's probably helped me out too. I can't afford to date. <laughs> really? <laughs> so that, there you have it. I haven't told that story to very many people. I just told it to the whole world. Yes, you did. <laughs> and we, uh, we sure appreciate it, Mikey. We knew you had so much value to add to this subject. We appreciate it mm -hmm. a lot. And we want to welcome the Okeechobee Cowboy JW Station. <laughs> Staten. I'm sorry. Station. JW. Yeah, JW. All right. JW said he likes your two by four upside the head. <laughs> I think he got one too. He did. He calls it, uh, he hit me upside the head with a telephone pole. Uh huh. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. You know, however, father's got to do it, he'll do it. And we have all got that catchphrase. You right. Know? We've all been. <laughs> Right, hit by something, <laughs> or but, uh, but a I stool will, knocked out from I, under I, you. How do you want to call it? I I do think that again, if you go about it in that way, that you know, you get a relationship with Father and and walk with Him and talk with Him, pray, read the Bible, and um, one of the places, yeah, like Tina said early on, you know, it's probably not going to be a bar or someplace like that. But if you go serve in the church and, and serve in a way that, you know, maybe use your spiritual gifts, there might be somebody standing right next to you. I'm telling you, I was so depressed, I could barely get myself out of bed. And I, I found the strength. God will give you the strength to serve. And you, it doesn't make sense. It, no, it doesn't it, make it, sense that you're hurting and you're just, you're so tired that, you know, how you feel like how would I have anything to offer anybody else? And doggone it, if if you don't do it, you get in there, you start serving, you love it, you're energetic, you meet people, you feel loved mm -hmm. and accepted. And, and you get blessed at the same time. you get time. blessed. You feel blessed. 
for serving. So I would I would say that would be the uh, the answer of the day would be to serve, serve in whatever capacity you you can. You know, think above yourself, and all things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, find who you can help and help them. It makes no sense, but it makes all the sense in the world Absolutely. in the spiritual kingdom. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the other things I had jotted down too is uh, that uh, it, that you should be equally yoked. You know, uh, as close as can be. Um, there is a, a scripture about um, uh, Paul writes in Second Corinthians six fourteen: Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? <clears throat> I uh, read this uh, sentence from a, uh, I think a book or something recently. It says, couples who face the situation encounter many problems. And without the common foundation of faith in Christ, a marriage is unbalanced. I would 100% agree with that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I think if Fritz and I didn't have God in our lives and the faith that we have and the trust that we have in God, I don't think we would have made it through a lot of the hurdles we've already been through. You know, because we really, in our marriage, we really um, kind of got the fire at the front of the deal. And you're still getting it. (laughs) Well, even more so than ever now is because, uh, you know, I so feel like we're on the right track with God Stories Radio. I really do. Well, I do too. But, you know, going back to what Tina just said about your marriage and everything else, first off, to look at it this way, if you're just having an easy road, right, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. If you have to continue to fight, yeah, the, you're the on the right said, path. Didn't say if there would be trials. Right. <laughs> he said, when mm-hmm. you will, you know, suffer trials and tribulations if you follow me. But uh, it's exciting to see what he does when we get on the other side. And and you just brought that up, and I did look at that. Look that on First Corinthians seven twenty eight b. It says, "But those who marry will face troubles in this life." And I want to spare you of this. And that's a reiteration of John sixteen thirty three. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart; I have overcome the world. Those are Jesus' words. So, both of those verses right there say. You will have trouble. Yep. You will. Well, all I know, Mikey, is I have a front row seat for when it happens to you. <laughs> I do too. I got I got VIP tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope, you know, again, Ray and I were talking at length last night until the mosquitoes drew us drew us to our cars. And um um I'm, I'm, I think I mentioned this to you not uh, pretty recently too that if I have got this wrong, right, and where I'm at right now and the age I'm at right now, just Father, just tell me, let me know, and I can go on. If, I may go through a little bit of okay, getting over it, but 
if I'm uh, if that's it and I got it wrong, then let's just move on. Yeah, I'm there. I think it's when you surrender it to yeah, him exactly. like that. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, he's to the point where, Father, I I just want your will. I do. And if that involves a woman, great. You know, hopefully it does. <laughs> I'm one of those with passion, so we're, we're burning with passion. But, you know, again, at this point in my life, um, if, if again, if I've got it wrong, then so be it. Just let me know, Father, and let's move on. When I told the Lord that if it was his will that I be alone for the rest of my life, that I would be okay with that. I had to truly mean it from the inside of my heart. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten, I had gotten there to that point where I was able to say that to him and honestly felt that, yes, I will be okay because I have him to get me through it. And it was at that point, that's when um, I ended up meeting Fritz. Mm -hmm. So I feel that God selected Fritz for me. And when I look at him and I look at his personality, you know, when you look at the two of us, we couldn't be more different from each other. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. Different ends of the planet. Yeah, where personalities are completely different. Right. Looks-wise are completely different. Um, but for some reason, when you put us together, it just makes a lot of sense. Like it makes all the sense because the areas that I'm weak in, he's strong in. That's what he does. And the areas that he's weak in, I'm strong in. And it's like, you put us together and it's like a woven mm -hmm. piece of that's. That's what father Something, does. He you know? does. He, he chooses your wife. He chooses your Tightly kids. Tightly woven. Mm -hmm. To, you know, he knows what you need chiseled in you, right? And the, the wives and the, the kids and, and whoever else he brings into your life, even at that time or a season in life, it's they're there for a certain reason to chisel something out of you. I know that it's spoken to me on a very deep level because there's some things because of my childhood and my background and so forth that I've gone through. There are needs that I don't even vocalize or speak that Fritz meets for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that's only because Christ chose him for me because it's not the type of thing that you can just... You can just say, oh, yeah, I have this need and I know I'm going to need it met. And I think that person will be the right person to meet that need. A lot of times you don't even know what you need. Either that uh -huh. or you, you're attracted to them and, and you feel like, ah, oh, you know, I can, I can change them. Yeah. I can, you know, I can, bring, <laughs> I can help bring them to Christ. Uh -huh. I can, uh, you know, mold them into the image that I see. You know, there's potential in them. You know, <laughs> all the excuses that you have. You know, and you know, unless it's set up by father, <laughs> you're doomed. Uh huh. It's and I want to back up a little bit on what Tina was saying uh, a couple minutes ago. I heard Brian Welch say something that was pretty. I mean, this is coming from Brian Welch, the lead. I think it was lead singer of Corn. Yep. And he said he's. He's been single for 17 years. He chooses to be to not date. He says he's at his point in his life. 
I'm trying to, I'm going to make sure I say this right. He would rather be in a relationship in God's presence than to do his desires or his in the flesh or I mean just yeah. fleshly desires. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when I heard that What's I was my whoa. problem. Wow. That guy's a, a famous, very, very famous rock star. I mean he has the world by the tail. You know, when a guy like that, you know, it seems like, too, that guys like that, when they figure it out, when they come to a relationship with the Father, they're in it, man. They're they're oh, yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. They're 100% committed. There's right. no mamby-pamby Christianity because when you go from the lead singer from Corn to Reborn, Mm-hmm. And the word he used, not pleasure. I mean, the word he used was pleasures, not desires. So that's even, that makes it even bigger. You're right. Exactly. He'd rather be with please, the Lord. He doesn't want to please the flesh. Right. He'd rather be with the Lord and in the Lord than to, uh, what's the word I want to say, to desire any of his pleasures. Yep. It's the, unbelievable. He, he's a perfect example of, of being in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I can't wait to meet the man. And I've, I want him on God Stories Radio so bad I can't stand it. Oh. And uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Archer Esquire is working on that for us. Who? Oh, Dan. Dan is? Dan Archer Esquire. Oh, really? He is? Okay, yeah. cool. He told me he was, he was after him on our behalf. Well, I'll make sure when I see him, I'm going to ask him, how's the thing going with, with yes, Brian? please do. I will. He mentioned that to me in one of our, you know, front porch talks. Okay. <laughs> Dan, we love you, brother. Yes, we do, Dan. We love you and your whole family, and we just appreciate uh, what you do for this ministry, and thank you, brother. Um, do you want to give that number again? in case anybody wants to call. JW is chatting me up over here, man. He's he's great, JW, man. Thank you for being a part of the show tonight. You know, we've been, he was uh, saying, you know, when uh, you marry up uh, under the father, it's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I like that. So I wrote back and I like, like hot dogs and beans. <laughs> and then he says, uh, my Seminole friends, my Seminole Indian friends say like gopher and grits. <laughs> they love gopher turtle and grits. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh my goodness! Uh huh. But then, what happens when you find that someone? When Father actually brings her across your path, or him across your path? Now what? Well, then there's a courtship period. You know, there's a there's a time where you date somebody to figure out if this is the person you want to be with right. and spend your life with. And there's a process. Now, we just completed a study in our singles ministry. Um, it's a Tommy Nelson study called Song of Solomon. And um, it's, it's great awesome, because it actually talks about... The process, it talks about, and it gives biblical application through Song of Solomon. Wow. So, it talks about, you know, 
the dating period. It talks about the, um, you know, when you get married and, and what you should be looking to do for your spouse, how you're meeting needs in mm-hmm. your spouse and so forth. And it's, it shows you how you treat your spouse. It shows you what to do when you have conflict with your spouse. Um, it just takes you through the art of romance, you know, the art of courtship, um, the mm-hmm. art of um, conflict. Um, there's different stages for everything. And you have to know how to handle those in um, right. in a way that would be pleasing to the Lord. And, you know, the Lord put that book in the Bible to teach us something. Mm-hmm. I think, too, and this might be more along the lines of what Mikey was asking. I don't know. But um, there's a test period in there. And when you first meet the one, you know it, they're the one, your focus shifts and you're you're focused on that individual, the time you spend together, the courtship. Mm-hmm. You're in love. You got the butterflies. Right. But everything is about that person. Right. And that's why Paul says it's better to be single. Right. And then all of a sudden the father's on the back burner. Now I'm not saying everybody does that. I'm, right. I'm just saying you know. Or well, it's going to uh, happen. It's it, going to happen. It's going to happen. But you know, you just can't walk totally away. Right. Correct. So there's. I feel like a lot of that could be the uh, the Lord's judgment on uh, if you're ready or not to receive that person right in your walk are you strong enough to care for that person and to love that person give them what they need but also spend your time with father and Absolutely. get your direction from father and I think right. uh, that's why maybe a lot of people spend uh, more time sing- single than than uh, others. Well, then how many times have you heard me say this? I mean, if it comes down to marrying, all right, and you're both Christian, all right, and you want it to go fairly okay, all right, you know, you're going to have troubles. But if the male, first off, he ha- he should be the, the leader of the household and, and spiritual leader of the household and, and take care of those things and pray with the wife and, and so on and so forth. Um, but if the the husband puts father first over the wife, over the kids, puts father first, and the wife herself puts father first, then everything else secondary will fall into place. Amen to that. Wow. You know, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna save the eight hundred number for next week, maybe. Or something, because we're already almost an hour. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there anything else uh, you guys would like to, well, like to I, add? I, I guess one of the things, you know, when I asked that question, I was going to go a little further, you know. <laughs> um, we'll go right ahead. Well, you know, when you meet someone and everything else and you're burning with desire, as the Bible says, that you should save yourself for the wedding night. And... No funny business. No funny business in between. And I have prayed that and I've already basically asked the Lord to help me with that because, you know, I believe when it does happen, you know, it's been a long time. Yeah. And, um, but I also prayed that she would have the same values and standards that I have with that. Right. 
Absolutely. Because it will be the best way for both of us, especially if she sees that, that you're saving and you're not wanting to have the sex before. Right. And just stuff that I've read that, that in her mind that puts you above. Well, yeah, I, and uh, and you will be challenged with that. There's oh, no doubt about it. And boundaries uh, have to be set. Well, exactly, and uh, you know, with uh, Tina and I, you know, we were challenged in that arena, and that's why we got married very early on because one, we weren't going to live together, and we weren't going to do that. I mean, and I, I know that the Lord blessed us because we wanted to do it right. And sometimes people, they shake their head. They just can't figure that out. You know, they, you know, that's like, uh, they always, the world says test drive the car before you buy it. (laughs) No. That's what the world does. No, that's what the world does. Right. That's where you're, that's where faith comes in big time. Because if the Lord gives you that woman or man, and you know that you know, you, there's a heart sensation that that only the Father gives you that confirmation that you know. We need to get, uh, you said his name, his wife, to come in here and, and give her testimony. That's a amazing. Jonathan. Oh, John. Yeah, Sylvana Hacker. Hacker. Oh yeah. my gosh. You talk about a test. You know, a, that that would be a good one to contact. Yeah, that would, I don't that, have it anymore, but. Oh, that girl's a, uh, amazing. You know, with the two of them coupled together, that that is an amazing. She testimony. is. But, she's fantastic. They just had their second child. Right. I so, figured that was happening about yeah, now. Yeah. But you talk about wanting the Lord's will over her will and combating that. We're going to have to have her on. So right. stay tuned. You guys are going <laughs> to. You uh-huh. guys are going to love that one. So but, at this point, I'm just waiting around. Um, I'm still praying for that. God's gracious gift. Um, I also have a book study, that, uh, a book that I uh, led a group on, uh, The Power of a Praying Husband. And there is uh, 20 chapters in that book and there is 20 prayers at the end of each chapter. And I continue to read those for my future wife every day. Well, not every day. I try to go through the book, the 20 of them within a month's time. Amen. So, and for you guys out there, I recommend picking up a copy of Every Man's Battle. And I think we touched on it a couple of weeks ago with all the guys in the studio, and uh, I definitely recommend. Well, not only that, a copy of I that think up. every man's battle. But you know, as I read the book, I started reading, you know, the foreword and the stuff in the back and everything else. And those guys wrote another book, and I'm actually in it for the second time right now. Every man's marriage. Ah, oh my goodness. Okay. So if you want to treat your wife the white way and not uh, trample her essence, uh, every man's marriage. Trample her essence. That's what it talks about. Wow. Yeah. What a statement. And who wrote that book, Mike? Um, The ones who wrote uh, Every Man's Battle. Okay. forget the name. Also, Upside to Adversity. Yes. Mikey and Fritz's favorite. Yes, sir. (laughs) I think I've read it 15 How many times times have you? How many? 15. Ooh, I'm not even close. I I thought I was breaking bad with five times. <laughs> Fifteen. When I read a book, when I read a book, I write in the front page yeah. every, every the month and the date 
a year that I read, I read it. You so. just can't get enough of that book. I'm telling you. It's been, a, it's been a little bit. I should pick it up again. But I think um, when I finish Every Man's Marriage, I think he wants me to jump into the, uh, the other two prior, the seer one. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, we hope that we uh, touch some folks out there with singles and dating. Is there anything else you'd like to add, my lovely? No, I think we've covered it all. I think we did pretty good. I think so. And, you know, one of the big points is, you know, if you're feeling down and low and sorry for yourself, and we all have. No self-pity. No self-pity. It's not a good thing. The biggest thing is find a place to serve. Look above and beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. Look to somebody else. And I'm telling you, I'm not telling you what I, what I, I'm telling you what I know that, God will honor that and he will raise you above your problems. You, In fact, Absolutely. you'll forget about those problems mm-hmm. and all of a sudden along will come your wife or your husband and your helpmate and, uh, and maybe you meet them in service. Who knows? Yep. That's how I met Tina. We both served in the, in the singles ministry and, and she was head of the singles ministry and she called me up and said, do you know a mutual friend named Martin? <laughs> and uh, that uh, the rest is history. <laughs> but uh, I go big or go home, you know. I go for the boss. <laughs> but anyway, we have absolutely enjoyed being with you tonight. And uh, thank everybody for being on. Alexander, thanks for being on, buddy. JW, great to have you on Mixler tonight. We love you guys. And um, JW says, you all are awesome. What time and where do you all meet for the singles study? Oh, every Sunday from 6 to 8. Uh, however, this particular Sunday coming up, we're actually going to be meeting at the Olive Garden because we will be celebrating one of our couples that got married yep, on sure March did. the 17th of well, this year. Bob and, and Marlene, and Marlene mm-hmm. got married, so we're going to be meeting at the Olive Garden mm-hmm. there. And JW, you're certainly welcome to join us, buddy. Come on down. Olive Garden in Claremont, if you're close to Claremont. Of course, uh, I don't know if Okeechobee's where, where you are. That wouldn't no, be too close lives, to Claremont. He's in my group on Monday night. Oh, oh is he? fantastic. Yes. Oh, well, you can get our numbers from you Mike. You were holding out pertinent information there, Mikey. <laughs> and uh, Mikey, you're also invited to the Olive Garden Sunday night. Okay. It's we'll going to be, uh, you know, substance. Substance. <laughs> we well, love us some substance. Yes, There's no doubt about it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We love and appreciate you. Thanks for the prayers and support and uh, of God. We just love our God Stories Radio family. Thanks for being yes. a part yes, of the do. GSR movement and the GSR family. And uh, hopefully one day we'll get the 800 number working. And one day we'll have your testimony. You'll be in the studio or call in or Skype in. or Next however. week we have a call in. Next week we do have a call in. I can't wait. JW says, I'll be there. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Mikey said he was going to, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. He might grace us <laughs> with the presence. I love my buddy, Mikey. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 161, Singles and Dating. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. When it feels like surgery And it burns like third degree And you wonder, what is it worth? When your inside's breaking in 
And you feel that ache again And you wonder what's giving birth If you could let the pain of the past go Go.